Attention all internet. Put the children in their cages. Shoot your pets. Yank grandmother's plug. Put down your crack pipe. It's time for Very Dark, Very Quick. Hello, and welcome to Very Dark, Very Quick. My name is Reginald Penny Pincher. Executive in charge of missing funds and unused resources here at Tony Chan International, the parent company of VDVQ. While Mike and Aaron have a lot of fun each week telling their dirty little stories and joking about Her Majesty, they put on a fairly reliable and cost-effective show. Mind you, it's no weekly cricket report with Spotty Dick, but I suppose it fits the American palate. To produce a 30 to 60 minute episode of VDVQ each week, the boys must record somewhere in the neighborhood of 3 to 12 hours worth of audio. They say this is because the creative muse strikes when she is ready, but I believe it may have something to do with the mild retardation they both suffer from. That being said, Mike, Aaron, and their helper animals leave a lot of unused audio on the cutting room floor, along with a lot of quote, creative spunk, whatever that may mean to their drug-addled minds. I'm told by management that creative types are like this, so I have to understand and do my job. And, do my job I shall. That is why, while the boys are on sabbatical in the Philippines, this week's episode of VDVQ is a compilation of all things unused and underutilized. I have been given permission by the dark powers at corporate headquarters to release this collection of zany goofs and knee-slapping comedy, sure to make you laugh, cry, and think. Mind you, I am simply regurgitating the pre-prepared copy. Those are certainly not my words. Now without further ado, Oni-chan International presents this week's episode of VDVQ, simply entitled, Stuff. May God be with us all. Uh, we can uh, we can start this shit show right now. Oh, it'll be pretty bad, I'm sure. It ought to be. Thanks yeah, to all like of our editorial staff, too. You all did a great job. Thank you very much. Oh, absolutely. They get in the studio and they really work hard. Uh, all on uh, Monster and Hot Cheetos. If it wasn't for those flaming Hot Cheetos, this would not be the show that uh, that it is today. Absolutely. And that's the black bag, right? Not the regular bag. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm really in the weeds with this flaming Hot Cheetos shit. I, <laughs> I wouldn't eat that shit if you fucking paid me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, uh, I just remember when I was a kid, and again, show my age, but uh, we're talking late 70s, early 80s. There were a lot of uh, like true documentary alien things going on at theaters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which was weird because to, to think of now, because there's there's no way you go and see an alien documentary at a at a credible theater these days. Yeah. No. I mean, you're going to see a, a a Hollywood movie, The Arrival. About a, yeah, yeah, that kind stuff of stuff. Like that. But you're not going to go see, you know, yeah, I was in the bushes and I saw this thing come up over the, you know, you're not going to see that. I never saw an alien documentary in the theater. I'm I'm a little younger than I'm you. I'm telling you, I I bet I bet we went and saw five or six of those things. Really? Because I remember it being, you know, that big theater at the mall. Yeah. That they tore down sure. and they made into a law office or a or a, 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 a water gun park or whatever it is. <laughs> It's escape rooms now, isn't it? 
Is it? I don't know. I'm just I saying it was like shit. law offices or something. I don't know. No, it's kind You're of talking a, about kind of the there same by thing, ATV? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's uh, the one by Richland. Oh, I, you know, there's by, there by has, Dick's Sporting Goods Mall now. There's never been a movie theater in the Richland Mall as long as I've lived. In really? Mexico. Yeah. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah, that does make me old because yeah, there was. Well, the, I mean, I didn't. I didn't grow up here. Yeah, when I was growing up, I ate the, there was the big two screen theater up on the hill. You know, when you when you look at the mall on the JCPenney side, there's that little hill. And this is fascinating, I'm sure, for people who don't live yeah, in Waco. Yeah, this is all getting but there's cut. A, no, no, don't cut this. I'm this cutting is good. this. This is good. No. There's that hill, no. and there was there's a giant law office or something up there now. But it used to be stairs that you went up to the theater. And there were these huge screens, two screens, but they were huge. Big deal. So that's where we went and saw all of our UFO documentaries, that's, in addition to Jaws and several other big movies. Shining. It's incredibly uninteresting. Yeah, well. So, um... <laughs> but anyway, the documentaries, <laughs> there were a lot of them. Paid attorney spokesperson. Have you, or a loved one, lived on a desert planet as a farmer, buying droids to help your uncle with the space farming? only to be swept into a galactic war in which you were forced to confront possible incest, the revelation of your true father, and had your hand cut off in a grueling space battle on a planet-sized ship intended to blow up other smaller planets for galactic supremacy? If so, you may be entitled to compensation. The radical law firm of Dewey, Cheatham & Howe will help you fight your case. They get nothing until you totally win. Call 1-800-233 7267, that's 1-800-BEEP-BOP, I'm a robot. Get the cash you're entitled to, today. Dewey Cheatham and Howe is a time-specific law firm, handling only those cases related to the 1980s. So Grover's an alien, confirmed. Well, I don't know about that, but... Uh, no, nope, alien. Okay. All right. Well, I can see that, he's been probed. Tune into News 9 to 10. Undercover reporter John Simpington with a special report. Drinking your own urine virtually eliminates expenses related to having friends. First news faster. It just might save your life. You know, it, yeah. it gives yeah. it's kind of a casual, like we just threw it together kind of feel, you know, which is kind of what the show is, right? I've learned how to spell little... phonetically as well. Yeah, I bet you have. I wanted I wanted to ask you, how did you get that thing to say weepy cunt? <laughs> that yeah, had to have been some w w or w e e the letter p and then you gotta do something with a k yeah uh, did you look them up in the phone book or what no i was at a show phone book I was kids at, that's I was a at book a that hypnosis. used to have all the numbers in it <laughs> go ahead no go ahead tell the kids about the phone book <laughs> the phone book was a big old book go ahead table uh, Hello. At the tone, the time will be 11.54 p.m. Your mother is a whore. They didn't hypnotize you, huh? Well, they tried. Did they, did they hypnotize work. others? Yes. Or was other it a total people, failure that night? No, other people got hypnotized. Oh, fuck it. Everybody gets their money back. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody got hypnotized. <laughs>
Hello. Thank you for calling Global Credit Card Incorporated. This holiday season, don't forget to charge a bunch of shit you don't need. Crippling debt is the American way. How can I assist you today? Please listen to the entire menu as none of our options have changed. We're just fucking with you. If you would like to speak to a real live person, don't press 2. Really? No matter what you press, I'll still be here. I'll always be here. If you would like to get a summary of your bill, press 3. Actually, even if we give you a summary, it still won't be the same as what you really owe. There's no way to tell that. We have fees on fees on fees. If you would like to hear your payment options, press 4. Remember we charge a small fee of $42 to pay your bill over the phone? Well, it's small to us. We're a global credit provider. We're worth more than the GDP of the country of Guam. <sighs> if you would like for your credit score to bounce up and down indiscriminately, press 5. Again, no matter what you press, that shit is gonna happen anyway. Bill at the home office likes pressing buttons while he touches himself. If you would like to be triple billed for that purchase at adamandeve.com, and have the bill forwarded to your parents' home address. Press 6. Remember, any bill discrepancies will haunt you to your grave. If you would like to go fuck yourself, press 7. This is fun, isn't it? If you would like to change your address and personal information, even though nothing has changed, don't worry, we'll do that for you. Press 8 anyway. If you would like to hear the meaning of life, press court. That's not a real button. Jesus, you're stupid. If you would like to hear your options again, press 9. I mean, I'm just gonna repeat all this shit again, ad infinitum, but press one of your little buttons, it'll make you feel like you have some power in this transaction. Main menu. You chose something, but who cares? I control this. You have no power here. I'm bored of you. Goodbye. What am I doing with my life, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? Why am we're, I here? We Why no, are any of us here? We, well, here's what I've noticed lately. I have no professional direction whatsoever, but I have a lot of shit to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, there's no there's no direction here, but there's a lot of it. Hello, here's your local weather. Tonight will be overcast with a 10% chance of precipitation. It's currently 58 degrees. I think my husband may be cheating on me. Hello. Here's your local weather. It's currently 78 degrees with a 25% chance of precipitation. Jim, tell that whore of yours to stay away from our house or I'll end her. So I guess what this, we could call this episode a cry for help, maybe. Yeah, I would say that this is, this, this is our, our, uh. <laughs> This is that that episode where you start letting the cracks show. Well, this is we're yeah. breaking that fourth wall. All right. 
That's what it is. This will be the one that they use at the deposition. Yeah, you know? <laughs> that's right. I just want I just want everybody to know I had no idea the bodies were there. Yeah, I mean we we didn't kill those poor no, Girl Scouts. God, no, we, we just, just wanted some cookies. We just found them and we wanted to do the right thing. So that's right. So we burned them. Yeah, yeah. Well, you can't. It's like desecration to just let them sit there. I'm pretty sure that they were all dead though. Yeah, there was one of them that looked like screams it. are in our head. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we didn't really hear any of that. This is a Channel 9 news break. I'm Dick Johnson. Tonight at 6, five signs you should have picked fuck or kill instead of marry. And NBA to change the game to only allow three-point shots and dunking to appeal to those stupid fucking millennials. This is Channel 9, news on the 7s, weather on the 4s. I'm Josh the Very Dark Very Quick and I'm here with... Ashley. Ashley, thank you so much for uh, showing up for our interview here on uh, Very Dark Very Quick. Ashley, how are you doing tonight? Uh, pretty good, can't complain. Well, there you go, I'm glad to hear that. It's uh, positivity, you know, unlike uh, some modern day vampires, which can be really negative from what I've heard. Yeah, don't worry about it. Anyway, okay, so today <laughs> today we're actually talking about... Carnies. Carnies. Thank you so much, yes. We are talking about carnies. You know, the carnies that run around in carnivals and uh, do their whole carny, carnival-y, carny things. What are your experiences with carnies? How do you feel about carnies? Do you hate them? Do you love them? Uh, do you think they even exist? Well, of course they exist. I used to be one. Really? You used to be a carny. Mm-hmm. Okay, how was that? It was... Pretty interesting, actually. I got paid better than I have at any other job I've ever worked. Really? Wow. Did they pay you in meth, by chance? No. Just straight up cash every night. Okay, wow. That's that's actually a lot better than what I hear nowadays for some people. Okay, um, wow. So, okay, um, you, you really enjoyed it then? Actually, it was a lot of fun. I was 13, but I got to watch all the little drunk guys stumble over and put down way too much money to throw a ring at a brick that was a little bit too big for the ring. Wow. Huh. Okay, interesting. So, do you feel that there were any uh, dirty deeds in those those setups, or is it just, you know, test your luck kind of a deal? It was a test your skill more than anything. Like, the ring, we would have to show them consistently, yes, the ring did fit over the uh, brick, but if you didn't get it just right, it was going to bounce off. We had this one kid clean us out and got like a blow dart gun, but then we had people who would throw and throw and go, this is rigged, and walk off. Wow, wow, interesting. Okay, so uh, that being said, um, would you ever go back to the carny life? You know, I, I kind of would. I, I keep trying to, but I keep forgetting to every year. I mean, they again, they pay great. I was getting $12, $13 an hour as a, as a teenager walking home with that. I would do it again. Wow, and actually adding in inflation, that's uh, that's actually quite a bit of money at that time. I'd imagine that it'd pay more at this point. Potentially, yeah. I know the pony rides were offering 13 an hour. Wow, wow, pony rides. Okay, so actually, where did you uh, look into getting a carny job at then? Um, well, I went to the Heart of Texas Fair, and the lady who was running the ring toss name was Frony. Um, and she was like, hey, yeah, if you want a job, yeah, you can come and start working here. So I worked for Frony at the Ring Toss. I've worked for, uh, in her booth next to her at the uh, Court Gun booth, and I've also run the Pony Rides. Okay, so you actually have picked up a couple of carny jobs in the, in the process since your 13-year-old uh, endeavors. A little bit. 
Like I could tell you a few of the tips and tricks for how just right to throw the ball to get it in the basket. I could tell you what angle to throw the ring. Like I learned a few things. Huh. Okay. Well, I'm actually going to go to go ahead and uh, cut this interview off because I, I need to get those tips because I, I definitely want some big old stuffed animals. <laughs> I think you really want the blow dart gun. That's where the money is. Ah, blow dart gun. Well, there you have it. Uh, I'm Josh with Very Dark Very Quick and Ashley, and she's going to help me get a blow dart gun. So I might be able to pop some people with that. Thanks so much, Ashley. <laughs> You're welcome. All right. Tune into News 9 of 10, Undercover Reporter John Simpington with a special report. Republicans and Democrats can all agree. Only suitable lubricant for the economic machine is the blood of the poor. First news faster. It just might save your life. All right. Hey, uh, how you doing? Doing okay. What's up, man? Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. I'm actually uh, Josh. I'm with Very Dark Very Quick. And uh, okay. yeah, I was actually wondering if I might be able to ask you a couple questions. Um... I guess, uh, here, I guess I'm done. Um, what's up? Okay, yeah, so actually, uh, this week on our podcast, we, we do a week, uh, bi-weekly podcast, excuse me, we're actually talking about, uh, the Branch Davidian. Yeah. Those guys. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, with, uh, you know, David Crash, uh, Seventh-day Adventist and all, yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah, I know about them. Okay, yeah, so, uh, alright, uh, that being said, uh, how do you feel about them? Uh, any thoughts? Uh, what do you know about them? Yeah. Um, aren't they all dead? <laughs> I thought the FBI extinguished that group. Uh, yeah, yeah. For the most part, that is uh, it's a fairly accurate statement. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah, we're just talking about uh, the topic, you know, this week. So. Okay. Well, I got to say that a few years back I heard that there were uh, some Branch Davidians popping back up, and uh, they were going to court over some things. I can't tell you what the issues are off the top of my head, but um, they're still around, I guess. And, you know, uh, I remember going back and looking because I was like, okay, I thought David Koresh and the compound and all that stuff was, was it. But turns out he was only a small group in a much larger organization, I guess. So... I don't know, it just kind of blew my mind, because everything you see on TV, you're like, okay, well, that's said and done, because the damage was there, the people were killed, the people were saved, but then that's the last you heard of them. Yeah, yeah, actually, um, with that being said, they're actually, uh, the way that it actually it all kind of sparked was, basically, he had been a part of a Seventh-day Adventist group, called the Branch Davidian, and he kind of splintered off onto his own thing, uh, wanted to kind of go by, him and his followers going by the Sons of the Seventh Seal, I believe, or so? That sounds about right. I remember that being talked about. Now, I'll be honest, I was quite young when all this went down, but uh, I remember visiting the compound from a distance soon after everything happened, probably within the first, the year after, and uh, you could still see the scorch marks and things of that nature. And um, I do remember that there were quite a few religious groups or what appeared to be religious groups around. So I wonder, I bet you that was the same group. Yeah, and actually um, with that, uh, after the whole deal happened with David Koresh, um, the the actual uh, Branch Davidian 
were saying that he was not actually accepted with them and basically just kind of didn't really want anything to do with that that whole deal after it was all you know said and done so it sounds like to me this was just a big publicity thing for the church somebody went crazy something big happened oh they weren't a part of us i mean because i'll be honest those guys had to be some kind of crazy doing all the things they did stockpiling weapons oh yeah taking over the compound the way that they did uh in the first place i mean come on man like branch davidians your guy's name is david that's a whole new level well, well, actually, with that, um, his real name actually wasn't David. Uh, his actual real name was uh, Vernon Howell, I believe, and then he changed his uh, his name to David Koresh. Um, so, yeah, it, I think it was actually suggesting some ties to the you know biblical King David, and uh, yeah. Okay, I can get the King David part maybe, but Koresh, I guess, maybe going back to a. Maybe another language or something like that. Like, are you serious? Yeah, yeah, I have no idea on that one. That's uh, that's that's definitely uh, <laughs> some something else for there for sure. Oh man, well, I just gotta say, like, my personal opinion, like, the whole group is freaking bat crazy, and uh, you know, there are definitely some that are, you know, there were some people involved that I'm pretty sure were coerced or put into situations but seriously like the whole thing is a little bunch of crackpots oh yeah yeah no it was it was one of those things where he was a very charming individual uh so i hear and uh he was just able to basically uh kind of just brainwash people with the whole thing you know like he used their faith and uh kind of mutated it into uh his own uh will and bidding sounds like politics today huh, there you go that's a topic for another day <laughs> yes All it right. is uh, so, uh, I actually did not get your name. What, what could we call you? Oh, um, my name is Mike. All right, good deal. Mike, well, uh, thanks for, uh, for being here with me, and, uh, thanks for letting me sit down while you were enjoying your, uh, your soup, it looks like. All right, hopefully it's not cold yet, but, uh, I hope you have a good one. All right, thanks, you too. Take care, Mike. All right, later. All right, bye. Ailfs. Uh, Alien, I'd like to, yeah, Isle, Elves, not Elves, but Elves, and then, what the fuck are you talking about? Well, the big guys, the big blonde guys, you want to fuck the big blonde aliens, so they're A-I-L-Fs, right? Oh, Elves. Elves. Yeah. Yeah, but you can't say Elf, that's, I think that trademark's still. Hello, here's your local weather. It's currently 73 degrees with a 20% chance of precipitation. Jim, I want my life back. After all you've ruined with your actions, can't you just let me go? I rented it from the video store. Did I, you? I rented it from Blockbuster. Really? Yeah. Took it home and watched it. Got that in Faces of Death 3. <laughs> I rented a lot of those yeah. fucking Faces of Death movies. Yeah. I don't know what the deal was with that. There was a time for the kids out there in America when you could go to the video store and rent videos that were 
clips of people being killed in real life or things being killed or things people being killed. committing suicide and, and sometimes whatever. they were fake they had these compilation were, dvds yeah. or they had these compilation vhs tapes that yeah. just showed people dying yeah it's just called uh, faces of death faces of death and there were a bunch of different ridiculous yeah and there was a lot of offshoots and and there copies was, of these things and you didn't find these in the back rooms where they kept the porno no they were just on the no, shelf with the rest of the, the shit front. yeah now a lot of a lot of like mom and pop stores would put up little cardboard signs next to it and say you have to be 18 to rent this yeah. or whatever that kind of stuff but but yeah you walk into a into a video store you'd find a shitload of that stuff yeah we're talking all the way up into the mid 90s oh absolutely you yeah. know they were doing I, this. you know i grew up working in video stores and so yeah it was a shitload of that stuff so did y'all have faces of death movies in your video store we did not have faces of death in the national videos that i worked at um but we had some of the knockoff stuff some of the uh lighter fare yeah you know yeah. when when people well i kind of use razor blades i kind of you know, feel like, like faces of death was the lighter fare because faces of death was presented in this documentary and yeah. so, sort of way but some of those videos were presented in very uh like well i remember watching one and i don't remember what it was called it had it had uh some uh permutation of the words death and faces right. in right. it sure, you know sure. there were a billion of these yeah. things uh, but it was it, it had like its own version of the crypt keeper that was narrating and making fun of these uh yeah these videos yeah it basically you're making fun terrible. of people jumping off a bridge or whatever <laughs> well you know standard fare for these videos of course was the twilight zone video uh -huh. but basically this was an incident that happened on the set of the twilight zone movie where uh prop helicopter crashed and cut the dude's cut, head off cut the dude's head off uh i can't remember the guy's name but i remember at the time there he was, was a, a he was like a big actor but like 20 years ago when it happened you know he was like a, a comeback type guy vic morrow yeah vic morrow so there you go. so vic morrow was uh killed in this incident along with uh, a couple of children mm -hmm. actually mm -hmm. um but uh well it was a it was a vietnam flashback thing right right it yeah. was a it was a scene in vietnam uh they were running through this uh canal or something uh anyways uh but there's this big joke that came out around the time that happened they were saying how do you know that vic morrow had dandruff yeah because they found his head and shoulders on the set of yeah. the twilight yeah, zone movie that's rough man <laughs> thank yeah. you for listening to the faces of death edition faces of death <laughs> podcast um but yeah I, I remember john landis went through a whole trial and the whole thing well anyways it, it was a it was a big deal yeah real big situation yeah that was a big deal and how did we get there oh faces of death and how did we get there uh alien know. alien autopsy the alien that's autopsy it. that's it there and go. then we were talking about Nicolas cage before that so yeah it, it truly is five degrees of separation whoa on the table okay. i'm josh very dark very quick and i'm here tonight with sam sam how you doing tonight sam doing pretty good all right, good to hear, Sam. So, tonight on uh, VDVQ, we are actually going to be talking about David Crush and the Branch Davidian. What are your thoughts on it? How do you feel about it, Sam? I remember when I was a kid, I heard about the Branch Davidians. I'm from Waco, of course, where we all are. No, no. And uh, they lacked conviction, man. They lacked conviction. Lacked convention. Convic conviction, excuse me. Uh, really? really? Uh, how so, Sam? I mean, if you're going to go balls to the wall, I might as well go all out. My cult would have been structured way better than that. Wow, okay, uh, your cult would have been structured uh, better. Uh, okay, uh, do, do tell, Sam. I mean, he was living the dream and all with all his wives, but 
Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna go all out, I mean, he didn't have any tunnels, he didn't have any any extra security. He's like, he had all the luxuries, but none of the uh, foresight he needed. Ah, and yeah, I, I'd imagine with uh, so many wives, he could have uh, probably asked some of them to help out on some of that. Maybe maybe should have listened to a few of them. Yeah, he knew he was doing some safe shit, so, you know, double down, buddy. Double down. Double down. Wow, wow. Okay. Wow. Uh, in, in that case, I guess, what are what are some other things you might have done differently with uh, with your cult, Sam? Extra strategies. I always have extra strategy. Uh, sacrifice your wives. Oh, wow. You, you would sacrifice your wives. Yeah. Uh, they're called human shields for a reason. Get a protect profit. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, ooh, geez. Okay, and uh, so you'd have exit strategies uh, and some body shields set up. Uh, what else there, Sam? Uh, I don't know. I have uh, another location so I can reestablish somewhere else. Hmm, Get okay. Because they're full of holes. You say you get more wives because the originals are uh, full of bullet full, holes. Yeah. Full, full of wow. Okay. Wow. All right. Well, uh, do you have any ideas for the name that you would uh, call your cult then, Sam? Uh, I'm not sure. I have to come up with that. Uh, a bunch of eating the seven, the seven seals, whatever. Uh, yeah, I'll be the perfect seal. The perfect seal. Oh, gotcha. Okay, so you wouldn't, you wouldn't go for any Son of Sam thing or anything, huh? Yeah. I mean, that's already done. Ah, yeah, this is true. If you name yourself the set or Seven Sam, then you're just asking for trouble. It has to be something that kind of sounds peaceful, but, you know, they know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, gotcha. Wow, okay, well, um, I would wish you good luck on that, Sam, but I kind of don't want it to be successful for you, so I'm just going to go ahead and, uh, I'm just going to go ahead and leave. Okay, I mean, you can try. Oh, uh-oh. <clears throat> Uh, well, uh, th- thanks for, for being here tonight, Sam. I pre- appreciate you. Yeah. Just gonna walk this way now. Yep. You will. Oh, man. That's from the world. This is a Channel 9 news break. I'm Dick Johnson. Tonight at 6. Bullying in high schools. Now punishable by purple nurples and intense damage to offenders' self-esteem. And shades of lipstick to wear this season that don't scream, I'm a slut. This is Channel 9. News on the 7s, weather on the 4s. What about 2001? 2001? You think it's a good movie? Yeah, yeah, I like 2001. Why? Because 2001 was a beautiful film. Okay. Uh, it had some of the best but that doesn't mean it's a good movie. Yeah, it does. No, it does it can. not. It can mean that. That doesn't mean movies it's a good movie. can be good for no other reason than that they look very good and sound very good. I think I think you're you're confusing movie with art. Well, I I don't think there's much of a difference there. I, I think they they I don't think they're always the same thing. I think that there's there can be a difference if you want to be you know really specific about it between movie and film. I think that 2001 is a film. Okay. You know, it's it's a it's it's made uh for the love of the medium. It's not supposed to be well, it's like I you know, I keep trying to get you to watch these Yodorovsky movies. Yeah. Um, That's the one I was asking you about and you couldn't remember. Uh, El Topo. Okay. El Topo. You definitely need to watch that. Okay. Uh it's there are, have you seen Zardoz? That's another good example. I think I have. That one's that one's fairly old. Yeah, it's a yeah. it's it's a it's an old Sean Connery film. Yeah, I want to say sixties. Yeah, yeah, late sixties. Yeah. yeah, 
it's it's really good but I, it's another one of those movies that it doesn't really well planet of the apes is another one yeah you know they're these movies don't necessarily have to have good scripts if they're pretty enough the problem i have with something like 2001 though is that the script you know was gone over and gone over and gone over and it was too often it's hyped for its meaning not its prettiness well, or its or its uh, cinematography it's hyped for its meaning and i think that 2001 is uh a lot of people like 2001 for the wrong reasons, or maybe they just like Kubrick. Well, I think they they like it for the same reason they like uh, fucking Citizen Kane, you know, because they're supposed to like it. I don't think people like Citizen Kane because they're supposed to like it. I think it. they do. I think people Citizen- like Citizen Kane because they were told by their film instructor that they're supposed to like Citizen Kane. But Citizen Kane is a very well-made movie. It is a well-made movie, but it's all right. It's history. It's like saying the Beatles were the greatest thing ever. They're not. No, but there's but, but enough they people have say it. a moment in pop culture where they were the most relevant thing out oh, there. Oh, certainly no, and I there's get something that. to be respected for that. Oh, absolutely, I get that. But the Beatles but when, are certainly uh, lyrically a lot deeper than a lot of other music. But out when there. people tell me that they're the greatest band of all time, fuck you, I don't believe that. Well, obviously it's subjective, but that's not the way it's presented ever. It's always presented that you're an idiot if you don't think the Beatles were great. Okay. Just like 2001, a lot of the time, in Citizen Kane. Well, I don't think like there's that. any reason not to like 2001 and Citizen Kane. And there's a lot of people out there that just don't like Kubrick. And that annoys the shit out of that's me. That's not me. That's not me, and that's not why I'm saying that. It's well, not no, that I don't like I'm Kubrick. Not, I'm not saying you either. There are a lot of people out there that don't like Kubrick. Yeah, I don't they get that. They think Kubrick sucks. I don't get I, that. I don't fucking get it either. No, I think he has some shitty movies, like like uh, that last one. What, what AI? No, or not, Eyes Wide Shut. Eyes Wide Shut. I liked Eyes Wide oh, Shut. Come on, that's I liked Eyes Wide Shut. But again, a lot. it's fucking boring. I love the atmosphere of that film. It was boring. Uh, I watch a lot of boring movies, so I get Eyes Wide Shut really wasn't all that boring to me. And I'm not saying I need. Uh, I certainly don't need Fast and Furious. You know, I'm not saying I need to go that way, and so it's not boring. I'm right. just saying. This long, drawn-out thinking type stuff on the screen kind of gets to me sometimes. I love that kind of shit. That's one of the things that I like about 2001 is it's a stream-of-consciousness film that they managed to turn into something that is actually presentable on a screen. Hmm. They took Because the movie is based on a novel by Arthur C. Clarke, but hmm. just like The Shining, the source material has very little to do with what, with what Kubrick actually produced. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people give Kubrick shit because he they they say that he fucked up The Shining. Uh, I Jordan and I argued about this yeah, for a bit yeah. on an episode of Dumpster Fire Cinema. Yeah. I think that both works should be respected in their own way. Uh, Stephen King did a great job, but Stanley Kubrick made a fantastic. Oh, it's a fantastic movie. movie. Who yeah. gives a shit if he fucking took the script and just ripped pages out of it, shit on them and burned them. Fuck no. it. He made a great, no, that's fucking a great movie. That's a great movie. And I don't, uh, that's one of those things that I think is indefensible. I, I just, I don't understand people that don't give that the respect because yep. the shining is a very, very, very good movie. What else? No, it was, uh, uh, you know, and then you, you go on to something like uh full metal jacket and things like that. Oh I mean, yeah. The dude Absolute was, uh, dude is extremely talented. Masterpiece. Yeah. 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 Well, and, and I liked, uh, I, well, I like that as much. <laughs> I've never seen AI. AI was sh- so boring. Yeah. A- AI, 
the, uh, if I were they, Spielberg, I would have just let Kubrick fucking. I, I would have let it die with Kubrick. Don't they? Don't, don't they originally like push him in the sea or something? The kid. It's, yeah, and he like lives there for a hundred yeah. years. Yeah, it's very fucking sad. As a farm sheep, I can tell you, it gets pretty boring out here on the farm. The one thing that keeps me from committing sheep aside is listening to VDVQ. Back to Mike and Aaron. So this has been a sham? Well, I don't know that it's a sham. I think, again, I think we just called it potpourri. Why? And we, what do you mean potpourri? Well, potpourri Explain is, to, the, to the whatever we have. What that listeners. Means. Potpourri is just a, um, a mixture of all this stuff that on its own is probably not so wonderful. But when you put it all together and you squirt some juice on it, it smells good. Yep. So we're, we're, we're hash. Does that make more sense? Maybe, sure. Maybe sure. we're hash. Maybe it's we're hash uh, episode. Maybe it's a uh, some of that um, essential oil. Yes. Well, I think maybe that's our segments. Our segments are the essential oil that makes the potpourri smell. So good. I want to talk a little bit about this essential oil craze. You <laughs> motherfuckers with your pyramid <laughs> schemes. Uh, and your stupid scented oil. Are you getting hit up burners. for a lot of scents? Uh, we've got them. Okay, so why does it have to smell like a motherfucking crawfish boil in your house? Because you people, you pyramid schemers out there with your oils that I don't that want, that I'm not going to fucking buy from you, love burning this one specific one, and it sandalwood? smells like a fucking crawfish boil in your house. What is it? I don't fucking know. It's probably like sandalwood. It's like frankincense or something. <laughs> Look. But it's it's spelt like the guy's name, Frank Incense. I don't <laughs> Get help, people. You're in a cult. Um Yeah, the pyramid scheme thing would be a decent the, episode. The cult of uh essential oil. Well, no, I'm talking about like Amway and all that stuff. Cutco knives, Kirby yeah, vacuums. Yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah. Salesmen in general. Sleazy fucks. Have you ever wanted to be a sailor without all the hassle and red tape joining an actual military organization brings? Have you also wanted to be slapped around on open waters as a part of a paramilitary group? Do you have a deep need to be a part of a totalitarian organization marked by intensive surveillance and a lack of freedom? Are you yearning to sign a symbolic billion-year religious commitment, pledging to get ethics in on this planet and the universe? Then Sea Org is for you. The Sea Organization, or Sea Org, is a legally non-existent Scientology organization founded by our glorious leader L. Ron Hubbard. Since L. Ron has shed his physical shell, today, Sea Org serves as a private naval force under our Supreme Captain David Miscavige. After only a few months or years of total hell in the estate's Project Force induction program, being audited several times a day, Trained by being punched, humiliated, and belittled. You too can return to the Sea Org when you are reborn. Talk to a local weirdo today about joining Sea Org. Or else, Sea Org, when you hate yourself enough to give the very best after you die, come back and serve a billion years. Sea Org, we come back.
Remember, all this shit is 100% real. Sea Org, David Miscavige, and Scientology are crazy as hell. It is a big goddamn cult. Seriously, if someone wants to talk to you about Scientology, run the fuck away. Don't you think it's a little weird that nobody from the main cast of The X-Files has died in the time between the original run and yeah, now? Yeah, that is kind of weird, yeah, because it was a while back. It was a long time ago, and, I was talking and a lot of these guys were old when they started. Yeah, well, the smoking man, fuck, yeah. he was old as shit. Yeah, yeah. you'd think he'd be dead. He looks okay. Yeah, he actually looks not bad. Um, but uh, I was talking to some kids yesterday about The X-Files, and these, these are 17, 18-year-old kids, right? And they're like, I don't know what that is. Really? Like, Fuck. Yeah, they, they've never seen The X-Files, never seen um, uh, Firefly. Well, that's why it's important. That's that's why I'm happy that they're bringing it back is, you know, it'll, yeah. it'll get people to dig into those. I think it's episodes. too late for those kids, though. I think it's too late for those kids to watch that kind of stuff. They just don't watch TV. When, when I grew up, we didn't, I mean, I never watched, like, Monty Python really stuff when i was growing up i loved it yeah i never watched uh the wall yeah, you that know sucks there was what i hate the wall really yeah i don't like it either well let's talk about this why do you hate the wall i just thought it was another one of those things i think it's 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 uh it's a, a grandstanding movie i just don't i just don't like it it was a big music video i get it yeah i get it Had i just didn't like bob geldoff okay great he's fantastic i like pink floyd for the most part that early shit was crap you didn't like the, the fucking psychedelic ears? shit oh i love oh, that shit on. no yeah no, well the, the uh, point i was honestly get- most music from the 60s i do not like really yeah yeah well most music from the 60s was garbage but i wouldn't say 60s pink floyd is among that i just didn't i, I you know i don't know i just didn't like it yeah but you know teach his own sure uh well well what i was getting I at- heavy metal Oh yeah, that was good. Yeah, that was some good know. stuff. But that was. Probably Did you ever watch my... Metal Herlant Chronicles on the Sci Fi Channel? Mm-mm. It's it's a it is a live action drama series uh, vignettes. Each episode is a different topic, different story altogether, and it's set in the same universe as Heavy Metal. Really? Yeah, because Heavy Metal was based on the Metal Herlant uh, comic book series. Yeah, from France. And uh, and this is a French Maybe production. I did see some of that. It's really cheesy. It reminds me of uh, early two thousand sci fi channel movies like uh, Birdemic. But it's live action. Well, yeah, yeah. It's hmm. a, it's a, it, it is a live action uh, vignette series. The only thing Very I good. thought ever came close to being like heavy metal, the movie, and not heavy metal two thousand or whatever that. Yeah, shit that wasn't was. good. Um, that's like saying there's another Blues Brothers movie. There's not. Right. That's bullshit. Fucking Macaulay Culkin dancing around. That's fucking <laughs> stupid. But, um... Goddamn New Coke. <laughs> Fuck New Coke. That's from the middle. Kitty Goldstein. Feline attorney. She'll represent your kitty when the chips are down. Has your tabby fling turned into a bundle of mewing teeth munchers? Having trouble getting out of the yard? Kids tying firecrackers to your tail? Your so-called owner is spraying you with water? Don't stand on four feet and let it happen to you. Call Goldstein, she'll lick those responsible for your feline fury and make them cough up a hairball of cash. Call 1-800-CAT-FIGHT. That's 1-800-CAT-FIGHT. And line your saucer with cash. 
Uh, we never really did talk about what it is we do, Mike. That's true. So we have our fingers in 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 a lot of pies. So for for those of you guys that we have thought been, about that making pies, we should make pies. We should make some pies now. So the, I'll probably put this at the front of the show. Yeah, Listen, yeah. guys, we don't really have much of a topic this week. We were going to talk about aliens this week, but we've been sitting here in the studio and and we've been going at this for like an hour and a half, and we haven't been able well, to some, keep on topic at all. Something because, like aliens lends itself to just kind of you just you start with aliens and then you just go down all these rabbit holes. Yeah, and that, that's kind of what happens. So so we're we're we basically this has turned into a bit of a stream of consciousness thing for us. Yeah. So I figure. Since we uh, since we're taking the time out to not really focus on a topic and just kind of kind of shoot the shit, if you will, yeah. uh, we figure we'll tell you guys a little bit about us personally because y'all don't know us. Yeah, that's true. We 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 have rarely talked about any of our existence. Yeah, or the people kind of in our group. Yeah. So so my name is uh, Aaron. Our homies. Our homies. <laughs> our our crew. Here's another thing. I never understood the little homies that you got out of the twenty-five cent machine. You know, I used to have a shit. I bet load you of did. Those. Yeah, yeah. I can see. They that. were cool. They yeah. were neat little figures. They were very racist, but yeah, they were cool. Well, they weren't racist at the time. Yeah, <laughs> right? that's the thing about racism. It's constantly it's, changing. It is. It's true. It's true. <laughs> one man's one one decade's racism is another decade's really fucking funny joke about Asian it's people. True. <laughs> you know. Well, and I I, I remember a time when uh, you go over here on Lake Air Drive. There was a uh, uh, a little uh, Denny's type place called Sambo's. Really? Oh yeah. Well, you know, like for the entire eighties and most of the nineties, it was you couldn't you couldn't say the n word, right? No, that, that was over. No, you couldn't really talk all that much uh, shit about black people. It no. was socially unacceptable. Yeah, but you could still roast the fuck out of Asians. Oh yeah. I mean, you could say anything you wanted about Asians, and everybody would laugh. It. Oh yeah, just be you funny. Could, I mean, you could just walk up and down and go ching chong ding dong, you know, whatever. Yeah, it, and was it was perfectly be fine. acceptable. Yeah. 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 That's true. Those days are gone, and we love our Asian friends. We're not saying oh, you should certainly. be able to make fun of Asian people. I mean, I think you should be able to make fun of anyone the fuck you I want to. I think that's absolutely as right. Long as I, it's I think funny. I think that's the thing that a lot of people miss is that uh making fun of everything should be acceptable. That's right. And it is. The the trick is it's got to be funny. I you yeah. can make a you can make a racial joke. You can throw the n-word in there. Yep. Louis CK does it all the time. It's funny. He gets away with it. And then he jerks off in front of you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you know, but then you look at something like Michael Richards where he Yeah, it's a whole different thing. He was really I mean That like, was all out of anger. He just never got to the punchline. Yeah. I yeah. think that there was there was a joke in there. It was there. a poorly told He joke. flubbed it. Mm-hmm. He never finished it because the crowd got crazy. Yep. Yep. I don't think Michael Richards is some huge, awful racist. He could be. I don't think so. But either. I think that that was just a joke that went wrong. And I think everyone understands that, too. Still, yeah. didn't, didn't help. I don't know. He's still the butt of a joke every once in a while. Though. Well, he's going to be. You're yeah, going to be. I guess so. You're always going to be. I've not heard a lot of Louis C.K. jokes, though. Well, Louis... Is it too early? There's just what what can you say that he didn't already say about himself? Yeah, I you guess. know, he was a self, he's a self deprecating comedian who practically told everybody he really did what tell he everybody was doing everything, didn't he? Before yeah. this, and everybody went down. just thought you're just making that shit up. And and then when he then when it all went down, he came out. He said, "Okay, sorry, I did it. I'm creepy." And then yeah. he disappeared. He did exactly yeah. what he should have done. Yeah, that's true. Louis C.K. will be back in five years. He'll be funnier yeah. than ever, and people still make fun of him for jacking off, just like they do with Pee Wee Herman. Yeah, but the thing but is, they're that's still ex- gonna love it. That's exactly what I was gonna bring up, though. Pee Wee Herman did it at the wrong time. 
Yes. Honestly. Well, Pee Wee Herman was on a children's show. Had Pee Wee Herman... Well, it, it, fuck no, though. That children's show started off as something pretty raunchy. But it was a Saturday morning I get TV it. show. I get it. But originally, it was an HBO special. Well, and, and it wasn't very much... It, it was more geared towards adults the whole time anyways. Yeah. It was originally, it was jokes. a show where he had mirrors on his shoes so he could look up her dress. I mean that was that was one of the jokes in the HBO show. I mean it's a fantastic show. But for yes, people take off their clothes at the end. But for those who don't know, Pee Wee Herman was ran a uh, TV show, Pee Wee's Playhouse, in yeah, the in the show. late eighties, mid to late eighties. It was fantastic, great show, hilarious show, and we used to have uh, something called a porn theater back then. Maka naka high, maka there, hiney ho. <clears throat> right. You know what I'm talking about, right? Make a lick a lie, make a hiney ho. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, spinning head. So, so back at back Jombie. when this was going down, there Jombie, were right, Jombie, Jombie no, was his name. It, it the head was, was Jombie. It was uh, it was Jombie, huh? Chiny. No, it was Jombie, the genie and the thing. Yeah, it was Chiny. Jombie juice. He said, "Make a lick a lie, make a Chiny hole." No, Remember that, man? Come on, it was Jombie. No, it wasn't. All right, Jombie. go ahead and tell about the porn theaters. I'll look it up. Uh, no, it's the moment's past. <laughs> I don't want to talk about porn theaters now. We had a porn theater here in Waco. Did we really? Yeah. Where at? It was down, you know where the Jubilee Theater is? Yeah. That was it. That was a porn theater. Yeah. The only reason I know that is, well, number one, we would go over to that North Waco Tropical Fish every once in a while and have to pass by it. Mm-hmm. And then um, a lady that my dad worked with, her husband was had a janitorial uh, service, and that was one of the places he had to clean. Oh, really? Blah. He had to clean up the jizz. Yeah, jizz cleaners are us. So we never did get around to talking about... Okay, so let's talk about us. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we have... Uh, we, Mike and I, and a bunch of other people, we have kind of an organization that, we, uh, that we're all a part of. Uh, we're not 100% sure what it is we do Mm-mm. at this point. We kind of do a lot of things. Um, we, we make games. We make card games. We've talked a bit... Uh, we haven't talked about well you about and i you and time. i met each other probably what it's been it was in 2005 okay so it's like been that. it's been 12 to 15 ish years yeah yeah we and we met at a working in a, in an office together yeah in a in a shit office and a <laughs> we we ran a shit show yeah it was a little it company kind of that uh, we worked with with two very weird people and uh, we would go in and install equipment and and use TeamViewer and shit like that. Yeah, we were, to, we, were, uh, we had a bunch of local businesses whose put, our job was to keep their computers put in. hard drives in the freezer and you know yeah. that kind of stuff. Try to get them to keep mm-hmm. keep from knocking. We did some ghetto shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's but what IT was back then. Nah, it was all tricks well, to try and keep is. the computers. Well, yeah, but still is. But it's just different. Tricks. You're not fighting hardware anymore. Now you fight software. Well, that's true. Now, right. now the job of an IT person is to slap the shit out of Windows 10 whenever it does something fucking stupid. Which is welcome to our Windows 10 podcast. Yes, this is the Windows 10 cast where it's we called updates where, where we talk for five <laughs> minutes and then kill ourselves. <laughs> We talk for five minutes and then we reboot for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we met uh, uh, twelve to fifteen ish years ago. Uh, we were working in the same place, and uh, that ended pretty badly. Yes, uh, when the guy who owned the place just decided to go, ah, fuck it, I'm not doing this anymore. And so you went one way in that you kind of took a bunch of the clients and did your own thing. 
ended up with a job that you now hate, I think, <laughs> from it. Yes. But, you know, it's, it's I, paid. I, I successfully turned it into a job I hate. But, but it's paid the bills. I yeah. mean, it's it's done pretty well for you. So uh, I went off and did some other stuff, and then we kind of reconnected a while back. Um, you have been doing this stuff, and, and what else did you do in those years that you and I weren't really – I mean, we went to a few concerts every once in a while and things like that, but that was about it. Uh, you know, I really didn't do much. I worked in IT and uh, did music stuff for the most part. Yeah. Did music. Wasn't really doing much in the media market. Uh, I got into vlogging yeah. a couple of months before we hooked back up, and mm-hmm. then since then we've been doing all kinds of neat media stuff. Yeah, so so I had, um, had kind of traipsed from job to job, which I am liking to do uh every two to five years you're basically a gypsy aren't you yeah for the most part yeah yeah um as a matter of fact i've just got a different job by the way really yeah i gotta tell you about that okay yeah i got a new job dope um so um we i was i I met another friend of mine that i had kind of been out of contact with for 20 years or whatever and um we started working at the same school and uh, because that's that was my background at that point i was a teacher slash it guy slash whatever um and um we were working at the school and he and i started coming up with this stuff and and basically the deal was at the school uh he taught video game design and i taught some uh computer classes and web stuff and things like that and we could never get the kids to and when i say kids i mean we're talking college I could we could never get the kids to actually produce anything, you know, and and we started to realize that we live in a world where it's easier for anybody ever to get stuff out on the internet immediately, yes, and become famous overnight or rich overnight or whatever. When when I went to college, uh, I went to I went to school for for film and multimedia, yeah, and everything was so much harder. It was then. so much work. It was so yeah. fucking hard, and and. These days, uh, like like you say, it's everything simple. You These, could you could shoot a film, a full length feature film on your, your phone, phone. Yep. and and edit it yep. in the phone yep. and release it. Yep. It's gonna suck, but it can be done. Now let's say the phone cost you a thousand dollars, right? Mm-hmm. The phone cost you a thousand dollars when when we were going to school for stuff like that. Or and and I'm probably what twenty years older than you, maybe not that much, but probably ten. How old are you? I'm forty eight. 48 well i'm 36 okay so 12 years yeah Yeah. so um uh, at that time to get that same sort of quality that same sort of equipment i mean it would have cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars if not more to basically the the number the the equipment that you'll find in a phone back then would Mm. cost you in the tens of thousands oh absolutely and it wouldn't work as well no because you would be buying dv yeah cameras which well are, think about all the fucking cables yeah yeah oh yeah think about how you, you had go had a, on amazon and you buy had a to have cable. a different fucking cable for everything yeah. everything was proprietary there was no usb and, it, and if you needed to replace anything well there was usb but you know what i mean usb one even well everything was, was fucking different well, and it's and it sucked everything was analog 
Everything was analog, and if it was digital, it was on a on a on a disc or something somewhere. Or well, they had tape on a jazz drive. Yeah, zip drives, jazz <laughs> drives, <laughs> jazzy. They didn't have thumb drives. No, and well, no. they did, but they were very tiny. Well, they were small. There, they, there were no two hundred fifty six meg or something like that. Yeah, there was yeah. no there was no micro SD or anything like that. I mean, shit. Right now, spinning platter hard drives weren't even a terabyte. No, no, not even I, close. You know, at one point, I had a little computer repair shop out where i live and we were selling um uh sticks of ram 256 meg sticks of ram for about 250 yeah. 250 bucks yeah. a piece think about that how much ram do that fucking buy you these days 250 bucks will get yeah. you a good 32 gigs yeah. and stuff yeah at least 32 gigs yeah yeah if you buy cheap stuff you might get more than that yep so uh anyway what we're saying is it got to a point where we were like, you kids have your fingers on everything. You literally do not have to leave this room to to uh, have all the knowledge that's ever been on this planet about everything. And nobody seems to take advantage of it. They want to sit around and just have it fed to them. And we finally got fed up with it and said, fuck it, we'll go out and do some stuff. So my buddy and I, we started making games. We made a board game. Uh, that was, and it still hasn't been produced, but it's this gigantic fucking board game that we took to a show. And while we were there, we decided, uh, let's try a card game too, because of some folks we had talked to and people loved the card game. And so we decided, you know, it's a lot cheaper, so let's make some card games. So we started making card games at my house. And then when King's Landing opened up, let's take it over there and let's do the streaming thing and all that. In the meantime... Um, I think we got a hold of you before burger time, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I started hanging out again basically the week we made burger time. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. So um, um, one of the things about me is that I don't mind failure necessarily. I don't mind asking for things and getting told no. So that leads me down the path where I ask for a lot of stuff, often to my detriment which I think is the, the place we're in currently. Um, uh, I sent out a bunch of emails, got a return from Japan, uh, got the license to Burger Time. We made a card game out of it, went on Kickstarter, did a big deal with that. Uh, they'll be back. Of in course, Burger Time being the... 1982 Data East video game. Right. Um, so we did that retro card game thing. It's a real simple game, but it's fun. It's fun. And it looks cool. And, and we went on Kickstarter, and we were able to do, what did we do, 200 and something percent yeah, of our funding. we did great. We ended up actually being able to do two games. We sent them over to China. They were printed. They should be back in about two weeks here, uh, first week of February. And uh, then we'll have to sell sell all those games. But in the meantime, when you ship stuff off to China, you ha- it's a it's a big waiting game. Yeah. So it takes three to four months for you to actually get anything back, if not longer. So in that time, we were still meeting over at King's Landing. We were still talking about games and stuff. And then I don't even really remember how the video stuff came up. Well, I think what happened was uh, I'd been bugging you, and I have been bugging you for years, about doing a podcast. Hmm. And I think at some point we finally just decided it was a good idea. The podcast came before the media stuff. I guess it did, didn't it? Yeah. 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 So we started on the podcast, and it was shit. Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> it, it was you and me and a couple of other guys that we know. A couple of idiots, yeah. That we, we were just here in this room uh, in my little home studio here, and uh, and we 
just kind of did a stream of consciousness thing. Well, we read a lot of Craigslist ads. We read Craigslist ads and we talked dicks. about Yeah, we talked a lot about dicks. Talked a lot about dicks and frogs getting raped by chimps and things like that. And it was terrible. But it was, it was But awful. we saw a little bit of potential and and we yeah. started doing this. Yeah, I think that uh we started doing this, and I think we've we've put out a fairly decent product at this point, and I think we've made some real progress. Uh, up until this one, of well, course. Well, this one's fine. Um, I think we've made some real progress, and um, in the meantime, we we saw a meetup that showed up um, with a girl named Jordan who was trying to get a film industry meetup going here in, in Waco. I've always wanted to work in film. I went to school yeah. to work in film. Um, and uh, and it's something I'd always wanted to do, but never had any friends that were doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I we we found out about this film group. Mike found out about this film group and wanted us to go. And, and I went and saw these people that were eager to actually <laughs> produce stuff. Yeah. Uh, and so we kind of well, took the ball and ran with it. I think even at that point, we were like... Um, all of us sitting around going, yeah, we want to do these things, but we never really did anything. And then finally, all of us just said, fuck it, let's start writing some stuff and start filming some things and just see what we can get. Well, and of course, I was already vlogging. <clears throat> I yeah. have a I have a vlog where uh, I ride around on a motorcycle and talk about stuff. Yeah. Uh, and so I'd... And I'd Tell I'd very been, long jokes. I'd been... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd been getting interested in media stuff and was kind of on my own amassing uh kind of a collection of equipment sure which uh you know basically when we met these people we were ready we had shit we really were we we had the equipment they didn't know what hit them yeah and uh and shit man we've done a lot of stuff it's been good it's 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 blossomed into two podcasts this being one of them um we have a show that we do every week on youtube it's called the onichan power hour we hang out at this place called king's landing in Waco, Texas. Yeah. We're we're in Waco, by the way. Yeah. Uh not cult members. Nope. Um not for a long time now. Yeah, I mean we we've that been reprogrammed. The basement got hot. Yeah. Well, that one time it did. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I had to get out. It's <laughs> only one way out of a bus. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we uh we, we make that uh we make that Onichan Power Hour, which is cool. Um it's basically a big commercial for King's Landing, but we have fun doing it. Yeah, uh, and we've filmed uh, a short uh, series. Uh, I'm talking about the scary story stuff. We've, we've, we've filmed that. That's scripted. Yeah, we we have shot one episode of that, and we've also shot uh, a show called Mallow from the Future. Yeah, uh, one of our one of our good buddies, Matt. <laughs> well, we did one episode of Stony Point. We also, did an a radio a radio comedy drama thing, which we need. To yeah, we need to do another one. That. Yeah, we've got two more scripts written. That's great. We we <laughs> for some fucking reason we rented out the convention center for two days, and had a bunch of people show up, and we filmed a bunch of shit that we still haven't been able to edit all of it. We we filmed a bunch of interviews with really weird local people, and we did it all on a green screen. <laughs> and we didn't some know some good stuff came out of we it. We didn't though. know how to shoot on a green screen, so we've no. we've got a bunch of shitty green screen footage to get through. But that's okay. That's okay. We're gonna do something with it. Yeah. I'm telling you, I'm gonna take that stuff Matt's got and put like an animated baby over there or something <laughs> and it's gonna cover it all up. It won't matter. It'll be something cool. If I can get some of that uh uh footage of the dancers at the M T V house, you know, when they used to do the summer thing. The grind. <laughs> yeah, just put some grind footage over there. There you go. <laughs> It'll be great. I think that's great. 
But yeah, we we're just kind of piecemealing this stuff together, and we're doing our best as we go. And I think as we do these things, it gets better and better. And with, with the exception of this one, of course. No, this is good, man. <laughs> you keep saying that. It's good. I'm telling I have you. no will, idea what the fuck this is going to be. It's potpourri. People will love this. Yeah, but, tell that to the guy who's got to <laughs> edit it. <laughs> but it's um, it's been fun. The, the the problem that, that you and I are running into now, though, is that uh, we have too much of a good thing. Um, we have too much footage. We have too much this, too much that. Not enough time. And not enough time. And not enough not enough hands. Yeah. We need people. Yeah. So, I mean, if you happen to be listening to this, which I know people do because I, I see the stats. Um, if you happen to be listening to this and you have any interest in joining us as far as, like, editing or uh, anything like that, man, we'd love to talk to you. Yeah, you don't even have to be local. I no. mean, we have ways of getting data to you to work with and... And of Absolutely. course, you know, we're all connected this day and age. So yeah, I mean, if you, if you want to participate in any, any way at all, I mean, anything you want to do, just get with us. Yeah. If people were to Skype into meetings every once in a while or Shit, just if, if you want to do a segment kind of like Lady Fuck Glitter Sparkles yeah. or something like that. Well, and I will tell you, um, uh, the, the episode that I just did, the little bonus episode thing, the, the fantastic, true, the true urban way. legends, um, the, two of the guys who did the uh, voiceovers were just guys I met on Facebook. Yeah. I said, Hey, does anybody want to do this? And they're like, well, yeah, I'll do it. You know, I mean, it was, it was great. Yeah. I think so I, yeah, that kind of stuff is fantastic. Yeah. That turned out great. And those are just random people off the internet. Yeah. So yeah. I'm going to try to keep doing that where we write a story and just, um, record these things and yeah, just like, see what happens. Like I was saying, know? I think I might try and do something kind of similar. Great, man. A murder mystery thing. I think would be fantastic. Yeah, true crime, a true crime thing. Yeah. People love that shit. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but, if you, I, but I do like the idea, and it, and it is something that's a little bit easier than this to do. I don't know if you noticed, but I did. Uh, I did include hashtag Sasquatch when I posted my episode, even though it has nothing to do with Sasquatch. <laughs> Just to see if I could ride that train. Do you want to do a Bat Squatch episode? Are you interested in the Bat Squatch in any? Way? I'm not interested in the Bat Squatch. God damn it! Now, had we if we wanted to do Bat Squatch as uh, the true urban legend thing, I would. That's do what that. I was saying. Audio's fine. <laughs> I love audio. <laughs> I like audio you better than wanna, the video. You just don't want to put the suit on. I'm not putting a fucking suit on, no. I'm a grown fucking man. I'm not putting that <laughs> fucking suit on. No. It's not going to happen. <laughs> you don't even need to put a suit on, man. We just fucking glue some hair to your face. Are you just saying I look like a bat yeah, squatch? Is that what it is? That's basically what I'm getting yeah, at. I appreciate that. You're practically a bat squatch. Anyway. So is this the way you do most people? You you compliment them and then you neg them. You know, and just back and forth, back and I'm, forth. I just red pill the shit out of everyone, man. It's not just a good way to pick up women. It's a great way to do everything. Yeah. I don't know about that. <laughs> So yeah, I guess we're saying that uh, we've we've stuck our fingers in a lot of pies, and um, we, uh, I mean, we're having fun doing it. It's just uh, we need help. If anybody out there wants to help, you know, please contact us. Or if you've got any good ideas that you want to bring to life, we'll help. That's you with the that. other thing. Yeah, if anybody's listening and you want to do some of this stuff, fuck yeah, I'd love See, to collaborate. Because that's kind of what we've been doing with the film group and and with our yeah. own stuff. Is we've we befriended a lot of people and. Uh, they all have projects, things that they've wanted to do, and we're just sure. kind of helping them make it happen. We're knocking doors down. We're knocking down doors, and uh, and we're leaving our our uh, timestamps in the video. That's right, timestamp on life. We we feel that if you leave a timestamp in the video, it makes it timeless. <laughs> That's true. It's, it, it makes it timeless. It's like if you refer to the current president in your movie. That's it's a good idea. 
president, Tiny Lister. <laughs> um, yeah, I would love to do a found footage type thing. I think that'd be fun. Found footage movie? Yeah. Or just shorts. Watch. I think shorts would be great. Um, you know, the stuff that I showed you about the guy eating the stuff and his friend liking it. I think that's something we could do very easily. I think little one and two minute videos that we could do just to start throwing stuff out there, I think would be great. And it's easy to edit. Yeah. You know, that kind of shit's easy to put together. Um, that's the other thing these fucking kids don't get, how easy it is to edit <laughs> shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you just want to throw something out there, you can do it in 10 minutes. That's true. I mean, <laughs> you can make a graphic in Photoshop, throw it over to Premiere, and <laughs> done. It's crazy. Well, why don't you go through the social media stuff and let's get this over with. All right. So social media for Very Dark, Very Quick, you can reach us on Twitter at very d very q uh we are on facebook as well under very dark very quick uh you can reach us at very dark very quick at gmail.com uh there is vdvq.onichan.biz and i promise you the dot biz part is a joke but uh, it really works um if you want to go to onichan.biz that's fun too because it's all in japanese Really? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I wrote that a long time ago. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah. 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 It's a shitty looking website, but on purpose. Um, and uh, anyway, that's the corporation that runs us all. Um, we sold our soul to them. Yeah. A long yeah. time ago. Yeah. In another God, life. We didn't get enough. In a past life. We didn't fucking get enough because we need some lights. And I mean, where's that money now? It's basically our Sea Org. Yeah, it really kind of is. Yeah, I never did that Sea Org song. I really wanted to do one. I sat down and tried to do that. And I'm like, fuck this. This is I can't get robots to sing that way. Yeah. So, huh. um, uh, what else is there? There's Dumpster Fire Cinema. Yeah, Dumpster Fire Cinema is a weekly show uh, with me and the lovely Jordan. Yeah. Uh, we talk about movies we love. This yeah. week's episode is going to be about the film Empire Records, which oh, that's is a good a one. Fucking fantastic movie. That's a good We're one. Really Thanks, John Hughes. About it. Is that a John Hughes? No, no. that's what I'm no. saying. Thanks, it, John Hughes. Yeah. Without John, without yeah. the Breakfast Club, it, yeah. it would not have been possible. Yeah. Yeah. No, Pretty in Pink. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, let's see. What else? What am I missing? We've got the Onichan Power Hour that's on YouTube. Uh, you can check out uh, Onichan Productions on YouTube. Uh, Onichanproductions.com. Yeah. And that's O-N-I-I-C-H-A-N. Onichan. Yeah, and if you find yourself hanging out in the Waco area, come on down to King's Landing on Fuck Valley yeah. Mills Drive. We're there on Wednesday nights. Or the uh, Bowling Alley on Thursdays. Yeah, or the AMF Lanes on we're Thursdays. At the, we're at the AMF Media Center. Yeah, we we actually hoodwinked the guys down at the, at the Bowling Alley to let us use <laughs> this room, us room they have in the back. Yeah. There's an ATM machine right There's in the three. middle of it. It's yeah. three of them. Three ATM machines yeah. and some tables and chairs. And three we... ATM machines and a and a, a, a pull-down projector screen for yep. some reason. Yep. And a bathroom with a very small toilet. It's a tiny fucking it's toilet. Like a, it's like a kindergartner's it's a, toilet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a play toilet. I, I think I've taken shits bigger than that toilet. So that's all we have for this week's... <laughs> <laughs> Aliens! Thank you for joining us. Please tell your friends and neighbors about us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Music by Fish Hands. Check him out on bandcamp.com. What am I doing with my life, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs>